0: Homies, we've got a special uh, fomo for recap for you. I'm here with Don Miju our in-house editor. He's been he's now a core contributor how are you going Don.
1: Doing well. how about yourself DKD? I'm
0: um, swell. We just capped off fomo for the um, from the 10th to the 12th and we're about to kind of run you through everything you missed in case you couldn't catch it because I know some of the uh, date uh, some of the times were a bit late for some of our Asia homies.
1: So how about you uh tell us what we've missed out on day one
0: yeah so day one was a was a big one on the music side of things we uh had some, a bit of a collaboration with audius and we had some djs and their set uh kind of uh play prior to the main event and we kind of teased the main event for a little bit um because we ended up having uh Ikawai on for those who don't know k and dj producer. He's played like kind of festivals all over the world um, like Coachella, uh, Lightning in a Bottle, and it's like he just wrapped up his American tour in Bloom, and I was lucky to kind of catch him off the back of that. And funny, funny kind of like side note, um, we actually connected through the um, Olympus Agora Sound Bank that we did with Treasure Dow because he's a um, he, he's kind of yeah active within their community. And then when we put out the kind of uh fire request for people to send in the bytes for the episode, he sent through a couple of um, samples for Shreddy, uh, who kind of leads the sound bank, to kind of make tunes live during the sound bank. And it was really cool to, you know, for him just to kind of do that, you know, on a whim. Uh, and then from that, we kind of like, I was like, hey, we've got this other bigger event coming up. And I was like, do you want to kind of play this? And we kind of uh, organized things from there. So it was really cool to kind of see that like really quick turnaround. And he did like a really cool, um, pre-recorded set um, but yeah we put in all this effort and I you know didn't even get to see it but did you manage to catch it Don?
1: I actually did catch the the Twitch stream loved it I actually saw I've seen him a couple times live um, and every time I see him it's always a fun experience so he brought in the the usual energy the usual tunes that he plays on his live set so it was awesome to see and awesome to know that he's an OMI as well.
0: Yeah it was super cool and like it's just crazy how We kind of initially connected through that, um, you know, the Agora Soundbank episode. So shout out, shout out to the Treasure team and shout out for for kind of like everything just coming together um, in in that manner. And then kind of we, after this like big kind of couple hours of music, we kind of transitioned into Poker, the Poker tourney with Fisk and then kind of all the Omies. But we had a few kind of hiccups, didn't we?
1: Yeah, there was a, a few hiccups, the actual blockchain Site that we were using rugged us, so we had to to run a, a flash tournament again. Stay tuned for the the people that participated in that flash round. The the winners will be announced pretty soon.
0: Uh huh. And there was a few kind of copy pastes that I think you guys will kind of find uh, amusing. Kind of following that okay, okay, I need the poker to start format, and the, I can't take this anymore. I need poker to go up kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, more copy pastes than an actual info that we could find to be honest but yeah those um the winners from the uh, kind of flash tournament will be announced shortly
1: yeah absolutely and honestly day one was mostly just a community building event it was really just to kind of bring us all together olympus is all about the community so that day one was really meant to just emphasize that and just bring the community together and have some fun events that we can all participate in
0: yeah 100 i think like one thing about FOMO that kind of gets tricky as we get bigger is like I think everyone expects it to be this like turn into like a legitimately like a like a week-long festival which is like isn't feasible (laughs) (laughs) yeah and it's like how do we like I think this this FOMO we tried to kind of keep things a bit more um you know low-key and and try and keep it as much of a community-oriented event as possible without like drawing too much like unwanted attention our way um, but I think yeah, I think I think day one was like a like a really did a really good job at kind of like capturing uh the OMI culture.
1: Yeah, no, I, I love that two day format, uh starting out with the community event and then following that up with the day two with all the alpha, all the news and updates. I think that's a it's a good balance.
0: A hundred percent. Uh and then Sunday um was day two where we kinda had uh the round table or the, the kind of everything happened on the uh Twitter spaces. Maybe we can we can kind of get into that one, Dom.
1: Yeah, happy to. So day two started off with speakers from Olympus. So on the stage, there was Fatty Bangs, there was Girth. Tex was on the stage. Uh, Mark from, from the Agora team also joined the stage. Adam was on there as well as uh, Wartol. If you guys don't really know exactly who they are, they're all core contributors for Olympus, all play a huge role in building out Olympus from the ground up we have them to thank for what Olympus is today.
0: A hundred percent. Yeah. they were very like integral parts to the flywheel. So definitely was uh, great to see them talk. Uh, and just for context, we've added like 33,000 OMIs in the last month, um, bringing the total kind of like OMIs, at least in the Discord, to 60K, which is absolutely crazy. Um, and there's like, um, you know, 230 kind of contributors to the DAO at the moment, which is, which is kind of, uh, you know, actual active contributors. We're kind of like pushing up to, to kind of 200, but we have like thousands of people in there kind of like, uh, I guess, trying to extract out for or kind of figure out how to get, get more involved.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And then um, as well as those leading facts, the meat of, of day two FOMO was really announcing the V2 uh, migration. For the OMIs that aren't aware, that allows us to have uh, more control over liquidity in other chains and really establish bonding mechanisms across multiple chains like Arbitrum, Avalanche, and obviously there's going to be more to come. And uh, DKT, why don't you run us through a couple facts and reminders for the OMIs that aren't familiar with the V2 migration?
0: Yeah, so I I think the TLDR is like GOM itself. You know, allows for a, a lot more like functionality. Like it allows you to uh, kind of interact with the, the the new bonding system. You know, cross chain, um, you know, kind of op- opportunities on on Avalanche, Polygon, Arbitrum. You know, every single <laughs> chain that exists really. But the the main thing is like you don't have to necessarily uh, wrap straight away because your SOM your ethom is the kind of SMV one contract and Ohm itself is also the Ohm V1 contract. And, you know, within the next couple of days, we'll see those contracts uh, specifically kind of get pushed to the new V2 contract being like respectively both the staked Ohm and Ohm. But the T of the seriously is you wrap to GeoM if you want more functionality. And then also for those who are already in abracadabra or fuse, you don't have to worry about, you know, um, you know, last minute trying to top up your collateral because that, that'll be kind of like a back end straight over to like the, the new Geome uh, functionality without you having to panic there and, and drop below your liquidation threshold. So no issues if you're borrowing. If you want more functionality, wrap from either stake dome or wrap Stakedome to Geome. And yeah, you just have a lot more uh, functionality, cross-chain, you know, access to the, the new bonding uh, infrastructure. And also on-chain governance, how could I forget? The G in GOM stands for uh, on-chain governance and it'll actually allow us to, you know, move away from this like kind of snapshot system onto something where um, the OMIs fully govern um, all of our contracts on-chain.
1: Yeah, it's truly a beautiful thing. And honestly, it was uh, really warranted to be the star of the show because V2 will allow us to really spread across other chains. And... I don't think uh, most people really realize how big of an impact that's going to have on the growth of Olympus and the flywheel that Olympus has created. In addition to the V2 migration, some other notable projects that were announced and some alpha for you omis was also uh, Olympus Pro. We had a couple of updates uh, for you guys. So if you guys aren't aware, Olympus Pro started out with uh, six partners in that first cohort and it's grown um, in the past three months to be over 35 partners within Olympus Pro, and uh, it spreads across four different chains as well. A little alpha is that OP is going to be permissionless, uh, and it's also going to be in the works. So not only will uh, Olympus Pro grow, but it's also going to be uh, controlled by the community, which is huge. That is massive.
0: And we also had like a going through through a, a few of our other. Um, products we had kind of the incubator which is essentially the vc that never sells so like if you can imagine you know a protocol or like someone let's say some talented founder has an idea you know what what would you know a full raise in home look like that you know direct access to the community you know olympus taking percentage ownership of that protocol you know us bootstrapping the liquidity providing like you know that a little uh, you know that initial capital to, to kind of fund operations like kind of the whole works as a VC, but also you know, kind of um, yeah, having that guarantee in there that, that we kind of hold those uh, in perpetuity.
1: Yeah, in addition to the incubator, also the launch pad was mentioned. So for those of you that aren't familiar, uh, this is our partnership with Copper and Balancer. So we create uh, LPB pools, so they can specifically do their raise in Ohm in the balancer pools. In addition to the launch pad, We also had uh, Olympus Give and a little bit of information regarding Olympus Give. Obviously, this is powered by the Tai Chi uh, system. And it's honestly, it's a beautiful thing to see because it's helping make uh, the world a better place. I mean, I know all of us are in Olympus to make money, but I think using all those profits and uh, redirecting them towards causes that we find um, to be close to our hearts and obviously being able to redirect that to close friends and family is something that's huge. And I think it's um, very integral for that three, three community.
0: For sure. And the Olympus give allows you to redirect um, your rebases to, to certain wallets. Uh, And the idea is to kind of like have um, Olympus give be that kind of, um, you know, give the power back to back to omis in deciding where they want, uh, you know, their, their wealth to be directed to. So super cool initiative.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm actually excited to start using that. Lastly, we had a wallet manager update, uh, which is actually, it's a cool tool for omis on the app. So it'll, it'll be able to show the different balances across all the chains. Now that V2 is launched, we're obviously going to have lots of liquidity all over the place. So the new wallet manager will allow you to view your balance across all chains and obviously will be denominated in any um, currency that you choose as well. So this new wallet manager is going to be great to use.
0: Wow, it sounds like Zapper on steroids. Yeah. And then next up, we had the kind of guests. So we had Bored Elon, Dan Alitza, Sammy from Redacted, uh, Archimedes from Klemdow, and Exalted from Lobus. Bored Elon kind of like he's a very, very much like a bit of a uh, influencer on, on Twitter. Has like a yeah, upwards of a million followers, I think. Uh, but he kind of leaked one of the. Um, yeah, you know, his project uh, MetaMars, which is like creating this virtual his virtual arcade games where, where it kind of acts as like a no-loss lottery, but you know instead of it being like a raffle type system, it kind of rewards those uh, who perform the best in the game. So it's like if you put in your money, uh, you're only going to get the, the money that you put in back out, even if you don't win, you're not in within the kind of top 100 or the, the leaderboard that he alluded to. So that's... That sounds super interesting, and like I'm always I'm very bullish on any kind of you know games that aren't exactly play to earn, like as in like game solely functions because of the money that's put into the system, not not necessarily the gameplay itself. Like I think the way that those kind of systems work are like normally a bit extractive, so it's cool to see um, him kind of like adopting a different model there. And then we also had Dan Alitzer who's kind of a bit of VC and worked with like the YAM uh, launch team, which is like one of those uh, food tokens from (laughs) DeFi summer that's actually kind of um, evolved into a legitimate project now. And then we had Sammy from Redacted and Exalted from Lobus kind of talking about the way they're trying to decentralize the voting power within the curve ecosystem. It was really interesting to hear their different takes and the different ways they're trying to approach that. And obviously we had Archimedes, you know, down from uh, Klima Dow, um, kind of obviously talking about how they were one of the first protocols to fork Olympus and how they got the, kind of that tip of the hat from Zeus and Apollo to kind of go ahead and try and tackle this, you know, lofty idea they had of driving up the price of carbon. That kind of leads us into like the um, the Wagme uh, hackathon winners.
1: Yeah. So for those of you that aren't aware, the Wagme Labs is uh, a C-Corp that uh, Asfi created along with two other OMIs. It's created it in order to give institutional investors a way to invest in the Olympus uh, ecosystem. So they launched and they held this hackathon in order to attract new developers to the ecosystem. So they basically had a competition and chose the the best four MVPs. And there was a prize pool of over $100,000 that went to uh, these top projects. So the winners coming in fourth place was uh, Liquiome which creates a, a loan and borrowing platform, much like Liquity, for those of you that are, are familiar with that, by allowing individuals to deposit their GEOM as collateral, and then Mint OUSD in return for a 0% interest loans, which I, I thought that was amazing. Do you want to go into who won the third place DKD? Yeah, so
0: we had coming in third, omtion which is like call options like GEOM, which allows Kyle Olympus to track more kind of capital to protocol and, and initially the idea was kind of coined by Zeus. In second place, we had kind of the yield director, which is like a yield aggregator with the yield uh, redirection to buy Geom and Klima, the, uh, kind of the excess profits. And then the winner, uh, which I think a lot of people just wanted to see purely from like a user experience standpoint, it was like the Olympus iOS app, which essentially allows you to directly buy Ohm from the app. And it's really cool. That that kind of all, all gets carried out on Avalanche at the moment, just due to the uh, cheap cost there. And yeah, so yeah, out of those uh, four winners, I think the first three consisted of the 100k prize pool, and I'm pretty sure 33k was donated by Odyssey, which is awesome to see. So yeah, it was really cool to see those um, the first three kind of secure those uh, those prizes, and I'm sure we're going to have a lot more money dished out also when Olympus Grants goes live, uh, which is which is probably in the next month or two.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And then lastly, for the Omies that were present for the the FOMO day two, there was actually a giveaway for the DeFi Brooklyn convention to so the first fifty omis that DM'd Adam were able to get the tickets. And I think Wartel was the one that announced that, and um, Adam's DMs got uh, wrecked because of that. But congratulations to those first fifty homies that were able to get those tickets. That's awesome to see.
0: Did you manage to get in there, Dom?
1: I, I did not manage to get into.
0: <laughs> I just like I feel sorry for for Adam. I'm sure there was a few people that were thinking, yes, I'm going to DM him, but then they're like, how the hell is he going to track all of this when he gets like a like two hundred DMs? But yeah, that's that's super exciting. I'm I'm actually really keen to see all the Omis who kind of received those tickets to like post about their their journeys once they like head to the event. I think that'd be cool. Um. so yeah if anyone's listening and you ended up getting one of those tickets feel free to kind of tag us and um, post about your uh, journey to the event on twitter and we'll be sure to repost and uh, keep all the omis and the gorians updated
1: yeah absolutely and just to put a nice little bow for those of you that weren't able to catch fomo i think the, the underlying theme throughout both days was really focusing on not only the olympus community But the ecosystem at large, I think uh, if you were present for the first three FOMOs, it really was uh, Olympus-centered and growing the treasury and growing the 3-3 community. I think the difference between those first three and this fourth FOMO was that there was a huge emphasis on growing the ecosystem of Olympus. So now that we have the Olympus flywheel going, what other flywheels can we create within that larger flywheel? And that was really present throughout the entire fomo which is amazing to see I think it's it's hard not to be bullish on the next year or the next five years uh, for Olympus I know
0: all you have to do is watch the fomo 4 promo vid
1: and it just shows all the things that we're
0: um, shipping and you can start to imagine um you know all the different things that arise out of all those various product products that we have you know in the works and I think it's just one of those things where we're at, we're at a point where ohm um, is just like hard value it's just like like such a good store of value, but we're in order to move towards you know its ultimate goal of becoming a, you know um, a currency of sorts. Then you, you need to start to get home proliferated in around the you know different ecosystems, and that's really the goal of Proteus uh, itself. Is like it's not that you know liquidity incentives aren't useful; um, they're powerful when used kind of correctly, uh, and to kind of inject um, activity, and that's very much what uh, Proteus is is kind of like main. Cases right, um, so it's, it's it's exciting. I'm going to be so excited to see all these different protocols pop up with their you know ABC geome pairs, and if anything, it might, it might be interesting to see how that kind of functions as you know in in an impermanent loss sense as well. I'd be interested to see whether whether it actually over time ends up being more stable than say like an ETH pair for example. But yeah, super exciting. So many things in the works. It, when you have your head down in the Dow, you kind of forget. You just assume everyone has the same view, but I think it's so important to keep these like communication channels open and making sure the community is getting as much info as possible, as we've seen with, with the kind of recent uh, sushi drama. It's super important to kind of keep you know information as transparent as possible so the community kind of feels like they're still connected to what's going on. I and mean, it's not just the people in the DAO that are the ones that have this vision. It needs to be something that, that's kind of
1: transferred across to the community. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more, DKD. And Omis, if you guys are, are struggling to come up with uh, some Christmas gifts for, for your friends and your family, a hardware wallet filled with some geom, I think is the perfect gift for anyone uh, this time of year. A
0: hundred percent. I think I'm trying to think of some creative ways to give back to some friends and family via all the kind of Olympuses that's done for me so far. So I, I'm excited for that kind of festive season and time for a little break, honestly as well, <laughs> I need to kind of reset and get the creative juices flowing into the new year. But yeah, overall bullish, and uh, obviously, as always, you know that uh, us at Agora here are gonna uh, come back next year, um, you know, um, with a bit of an upgrade. So be sure to kind of keep an eye out um, for this, that kind of uh, uptick in quality. I'm excited to kind of push out, push out that for everyone, and yeah, it's, it's all in all, I'm just super excited for next year
1: likewise all right uh, omi's little alpha uh, agora related we have lots of, of new stuff in the work uh, we're going to do a revamp of the podcast we're going to do a revamp of uh, all the shows that we're doing to give you guys something new and interesting come the new year so please stay tuned and hope you guys have a wonderful holiday season
0: 100 percent. and that's the uh, 13th of december it is monday is most likely the evening if you've uh, caught this when it's just come out. And we'll uh, catch you in the interview of the week, Omis, later this week. See you guys.
1: Take care, Omis.